Every Friday, we give you a chance to blow off a little steam, to get the attention of, I don't know, 15,000 people and say what needs to be said. Every Friday, courtesy of our friends at the DQs of Northwest Edmonton and Sherwood Park, that's Palisades, Nemeo, Newcastle, Westmount, and Baseline Road. We give you a chance to bring the heat. We want to hear what you have to say. Bring your hot takes. It's the Flamethrower, presented by the DQs of Northwest Edmonton and Sherwood Park. And Kyle is in touch with the show. He says, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Just like Real Talk does, I'm going to get straight to the point. Wind and solar would not have saved our asses, and they're not going to save our butt in future winters either. I know this is going to light a fire under a bunch of you. He says, the only viable solution to making it through winters like we're seeing right now is nuclear and natural gas. He says, we need to have the capacity to provide up to 120% of peak load in a regulatory compliant manner. He says, hell, we can produce more and sell to our neighbors in BC and Montana who are not going to be diversifying in the way that I think we need to. Kyle says Alberta should never have this power problem again after this winter unless the Liberals or NDP get their wish. That from Kyle. What about this one from Stan who says, Jess, I was listening to your December 19th episode, Trend Watch, Trends in Jobs, Retail and Real Estate. I love that one. He says, my job requires me to deal with provincial federal and municipal workers on a daily basis. Most of them, it seems, still working from home. My issue is that if private businesses are finding that work from home is too inefficient, does this inherently mean that government workers are inefficient as well? He says, I'm seeing what's happening going on right now, and it doesn't seem like there's any metrics monitoring the performance or the productivity level of anybody that's being paid by the public purse. He says, I have a few friends who work for the city in a work from home scenario, and after a few beers, they start telling me about watching Netflix during the day, regular naps, walking their dogs. He says, now I know that not every government worker is going to take advantage of this, but it is frustrating to hear stories like this while my property taxes are going way up. That from Stan. I'm glad you got it off your chest, buddy. How about this from Daniel who writes in and he says, a while ago, people were talking about the Humboldt driver, the driver that caused that crash and whether or not he should be deported. He says, It got me thinking about that Manitoba bus crash. He says, remember that? He says, most people probably won't. There's been very little coverage of the follow-up about the charges of the driver of that bus in Manitoba. From what I understand, the driver ran through a stop sign on the highway, killing all those people. Sound familiar? The driver was at fault, just like in Humboldt. Where's the outcry around that driver? He says, by this time, six months after the crash, we knew the driver's name of that Humboldt tragedy. He says, can you please be looking into this more? He says, I'd hate to think that police and prosecutors are protecting the Manitoba bus driver who is most likely a Canadian citizen, not an immigrant. He says, and as for that Humboldt driver, Canada has deported immigrants for far less than multiple counts of manslaughter. That from Daniel, who says, I listen to your podcast from Calgary. Thanks, Daniel. This from... Peter, or no, this is from Brad. He was talking about Peter. Peter was on the show just the other day. Peter McCaffrey, who joined us to talk about, uh, uh, well, basically, we were kind of getting into whether or not Daniel Smith should be sharing a stage with Tucker Carlson. Did you see that episode? Really, really good episode. I love that debate, the back and forth between those two. And Peter McCaffrey from the Alberta Institute says, yeah, yeah, Alberta's premier should be up there, no problem. What do you have against free speech, right? Well, Brad writes in and he says, oh, Peter wants to be like Tucker Carlson. He wants to be able to say whatever, no consequence. It's just discussion. It's just 
asking questions. He accuses others of conflating and being disingenuous. He says, that's everything Peter does. His arguments are thinner than wet tissue paper. He says, I loved seeing him flounder and flop on your show, Jespo. His logic made no sense unless you're trying to make excuses for terrible people and terrible ideas. He says, frankly, I'm disturbed that Peter sees no issue with our premier attending this event. It tells me a lot about his moral compass. He says, the premier attending this is wrong. It's Alberta's reputation, not Daniel Smith's. And Brad says, and while we're at it, Jespo, I didn't love when you said that Tucker Carlson is an entertainer. His skill at what he does is admired, but that's missing the gravity of what he does. You know, January 6th doesn't happen without Tucker Carlson and his show. He legitimized all of the crazy on Fox News. The power of big media figures is grossly underestimated, and I railed about this too much, to be honest with you, when Danielle Smith had a radio show. She thought, for example, it didn't matter when she promoted Ivermectin. He says people took real-life action based on what she and other guests said on the show that from brad and finally this is a good news follow-up for the flamethrower do you remember a guy by the name of mike that wrote in a while ago and he was so pissed off about the zipper merge people couldn't figure out how to properly zipper merge you remember that one well mike writes in and follow-up and he says now i don't know if this is because of real talk or not it probably is he says i noticed the other day there are now electronic message boards on the road telling people that the merge point is 300 meters ahead, asking them to move forward and zip together. He says, now again, I don't know if it was real talk or not, but I'm not saying it wasn't. That from Mike. We love the follow-ups. You can fire up your flamethrower anytime by sending us an email to talk at ryanjesperson.com. Coming up on next week's show, we're going to be getting back into the stories that matter most to you. If there's something you're not hearing on this show that you'd love us to tackle, you know where to find us. Make it a great weekend, friends, and thanks for being a part of Real Talk.